Mind Over Millennial contains explicit content that may not be suitable for all listeners. All views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the creators of Mind Over Millennial. The creators are not licensed healthcare, finance, or life professionals, but we're happy to share our Google expertise with you. Listener discretion is advised. and welcome to another episode of Mind Over Millennial. My name is Lauren. And my name is Tess and I'm salty. <laughs> salty so, today, y'all. <laughs> so, so Tess, how are you? Salty. So salty. I could salt the rim of a margarita glass right now. I'm so salty. Just true salt of the earth. That's what you are yeah, today. Well, no, that's so sweet. You're turning, turning my, my attitude into such a compliment. How sweet are you? I'm I don't trying. know what that accent was. I'm trying. Yeah. How are you, my dear? Um, I'm okay. I got some. Uh, so, like, I'm I'm medically a mess, which you know. Yes. Um, but but I, I love s- you. It's fine. I'm mentally a mess. You're medically a mess. We go Thank together. You. Thank you. We do. Um, and I got some uh blood test results back, and apparently, like all this weight gain and everything else that I'm seeing, uh, my testosterone levels for a woman are way too high. So <laughs> I'm not. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. So, I'm not laughing. So apparently, um, all of the muscle mass gain and everything else is uh, basically attributed to that. Uh, okay. And all the other issues that come along with having uh, high testosterone as a female. So That's now funny. I need to go back on probably like birth control or figure out hormone things and stuff, which is wonderful. Of uh, and given our episode today about uh healthcare <laughs> i think that that's the perfect segue oh but good news is is that uh for the first time in probably 4 or 5 years uh my kidney levels are actually really good like oh that's awesome yeah the functioning of my kidneys is actually like great Right Y'all now. don't know this, but that's a really big deal for Lauren. Like that's that's it, huge. It really is. It really yeah, is. This is this is celebratory information right here. So I am having Angel's Envy and also my uh my client's website launched. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm having some celebratory whiskey to ruin my liver since my kidneys are okay. Hey, I mean if it's not one organ, it's another. Exactly. It's fine. Yeah. No, I, I wish I could share in your angel's envy. I have um, a $6 bottle of sparkling wine, but it's like 14%. So I'm not Ooh. mad at it. Okay. Okay. You know, one of the favorite things that I had when I was traveling for work is uh, when I was working in DC, there was a Trader Joe's right across the street from our hotel mm-hmm. and they have that two buck chuck. Like their wine selection oh, is yeah. dope. 
I love Trader Joe's. I, I mean, I know that's a really bougie like place to shop or whatever, but every once in a while I just go in there to feel like I'm bougie. Well, and they also have not. really pretty flowers too. Like they have really, they have a really good array of items. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I like their little sample section in the back where you usually can get like a cookie or cracker and coffee and stuff. Probably yeah. not since COVID, but that's how long it's been since I've been to a Trader Joe's. So I'm going to remember the good old days pre-COVID. Same. I don't think I've stepped foot in a Trader Joe's uh, since 2018, but <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's okay. I, I did not even do grocery shopping for a while this year. I just said I'm ordering online and I'm not braving anything because people were still screaming for toilet paper. Speaking of which, there's still no toilet paper at my local grocery store. I haven't even checked. Um, and I'm down to my last two rolls. And so I'm starting to sweat just a little bit. Amazon? Question mark? Buy toilet paper? I don't know. I'll have to check because like I said, I went down the paper goods aisle, uh, I think it was yesterday, and it was empty. Yeah. There was not a scrap of anything anywhere. And I was like, I don't need a lot, but like, I need something. <laughs> yeah, people are panicking again. We actually got um, <coughs> right before everything really shut down again in the summer, like when things opened up in May a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, we went to the Outer Banks, and it wasn't really like Outer Banks season. Yeah, and uh, stuff. So like that was the first time since like March that I had seen a full stocked paper aisle because nobody was really there. Right. And it was amazing. So, like, I got one pack of toilet paper just f- to bring back home. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if I'm ever even going to see this again in my lifetime. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I was rewatching Supernatural the other day in one of those, like, flash forward to the future alternate timeline episodes where they all have the um, apocalypse bunker and Chuck is there and Dean and alternate Dean come up and Chuck is like hoard toilet paper like it's gold. I was like, this seems prophetic. <laughs> no, who knew? Who fucking knew? It's um, the, it's yeah. the currency of the apocalypse toilet what? paper. That is what we've been reduced to. That makes me think of like fellow of the future where like tinfoil was like the thing. Like their yeah. their time machines ran on like diamonds, like it created diamonds, mm-hmm. but like tinfoil was like the thing. Yeah. So maybe just stock up on tinfoil and toilet paper and we'll see where we get. Yep. Never At least all my mind, tiny rocks when realistically it just needs to be TP and tinfoil. And alcohol. <laughs> and alcohol. <laughs> and alcohol. Alcohol kills germs though. So I mean, I'm yeah. just, I'm practicing self-care. Internal. <laughs> Internal uh, squeegee is the only word that comes to mind, but that's not the right word. <laughs> I'm just going to go with self-care. I'm just <laughs> labeling this as self-care. Self-care. Drunk in the bathtub at six o'clock at night. <laughs> Why not? Why I'm not? Safer than I'm... drinking and driving. Don't drink and drive. Do not abuse substances. Go home no, and drink in your bathtub. Yeah. Drink, drink in your bathtub. You know, wine and dine your substances. Don't abuse them. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Uh, Speaking of all of these things we're doing to our body, yeah. today's episode is about getting health insurance and health insurance coverage whenever your employer and or spouse um, does not provide that for you. <laughs> and I was talking all this shit and here we are. So we're going to figure this out together. So <laughs> That's what you get for talking shit. You're now on my side of the street. Really, Welcome to the dark side. I really do. Just to clarify, like Ian and I didn't break up and he didn't leave the army yet, but um, there is a 
little bit of discussion about him, you know, uh, transferring out of the army for like two years and going to school. And uh, if he if he does that, uh, we don't have Tricare anymore. So I now have to supply things and everything because he won't even have a job. So that'll be fun. He's going to be a great little student noodle. And he better have a 4.0 GPA for his master's. He's going to be your dependa. Or is that too rude? No, he's going to stay in shape. I can get fat. He's okay. got to stay in shape. <laughs> I can get fat because my testosterone level is too high. It's not my fault. That still strikes me as so funny also because mine barely registers. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I have none. Wow. Like mine is a one, I think, and you're supposed to have a minimum of three or something as a mm-hmm. woman. And they're just like, eh, you're fine. It's okay. <laughs> like it's there. So it's fine. Yeah, mine is like, I think as a woman, you're supposed to be anywhere between like three and like 40 and mine's at like 60. Yeah, no, I I have like none. So we're complete opposites in this. Well, I mean, that explains why I am so aggressive, I guess. (laughs) I'm just uh, in the corner. like. (laughs) That's why I actually am a man. I'm not a man, but I'm still way below like the threshold of like men. Like apparently men are supposed to have like 200 plus. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously yeah. I'm not a man. Like, my voice is getting deeper and deeper and deeper. But <laughs> As we explain this. <laughs> I'm not a man. I can guarantee that. Well, no, I can. <laughs> this is a very strange monologue Lauren is having, and I'm just sitting here listening to it. Health insurance. Test that. Oh, health insurance. And what I'm going to have to pay in the future (laughs) my husband. Health insurance is expensive as fuck. It is. It's stupid expensive. Like, even just the preliminary searches that I was doing, it's like a grand a month for some of these plans. Okay. Yeah. Not for me, because I was looking for for health insurance for one person. I did not actually think to look for family. So we have different numbers popping up, which is probably a good thing. Um, since I'm just looking for myself, right. uh, I was seeing anywhere on the longer term plans. I'll hit you with the numbers first because that's what I would want. It's like, okay, explain, explain the bad stuff before we get into um, anything good. Yes. Um, it's going to be anywhere between for a regular plan, not a short term plan, which I will explain sh- here in a minute shortly. <laughs> um, it's going to be anywhere between 270 and 600 a month for Damn. one person. For one person. Or one person. Hmm. And the difference between that $270 plan and that $600 plan, um, of course, is going to be your coverage options, what you can get out of this health insurance. A lot of them on the lower levels do not offer dental and vision, mm-hmm. which for somebody like me, vision is really important because I have to wear contacts or I am blind, like fucking blind. It looks like looking through the bottom of a water glass, kind of blind. Um yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've worn glasses since I was like nine. Um, I found a meme the other day about uh, people who can raw dog vision. They can just wake up and see shit and raw dog vision. That's me. (laughs) I don't like this. So, yeah. Anyway, vision would be important for me. Um, But also the other difference is your your, um, deductible. 
Mm. Meaning um, you're, you're going to pay a certain amount a month to have that insurance in the bank, to have that, you know, I can go see a doctor or I can go to the emergency room or whatever. And then you're also going to have a deductible, which means if you do break your arm or you have to go in for your physical, depending on if you have a copay or not, you're going to have to pay a certain amount out of pocket before it flips over to your insurance paying. So if you're going to go with a higher deductible plan, you kind of need to make sure you have that in the bank because you are responsible for that amount of money for that calendar year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if something does happen to you and you have a very high deductible plan, like you're going to be paying, like some of the things that I was looking at were like, there's Uh $17,000 of deductible. And it's like, how the, how the fuck am I supposed to spend $17,000 in a, in a year? Because that's what you're supposed to do before you get any of your copay really like your insurance to cover anything it's like so what if i get into a really really bad car accident this is the only time this is going to benefit me right it can be that and i mean also uh hospitals rack up charges so quickly so if you have any kind of a hospital stay i know my dad just got out of the icu he spent five days in intensive care and had several um procedures done and one of the procedures was an ivf drip um and that procedure alone cost $100,000. That's bonkers. So you look at it and you say, okay, yeah, it's $8,000 or $17,000, whatever the deductible, the plans I was looking at, 8,000 was the highest mm-hmm. um, deductible. But again, this is for one person. This is not for a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 8,000 versus 100,000, if you're 100% covered after your deductible, that's 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 beneficial it's just to me i look at that number and think holy cow like that i would always have to keep that in reserve in savings and that's that's a big chunk of change for me where i am in my life right now yeah so anyway um talking about how to go about getting these expensive plans lauren would you like to launch us into this or shall i um so when i was doing my research i truthfully just kind of looked at google (laughs) <laughs> okay. I use so, DuckDuckGo because I'm a conspiracy theorist, but yes, right. go ahead. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Um, so I was just kind of looking at it and you can go to a lot of different websites. And for mm-hmm. me, it takes me and, and does it via zip code, which I'm assuming is also the case for you yes. because mm-hmm. insurance is a state by state thing. Yes. It's not a, like, I mean, it's federally required now because you can have a tax penalty if you don't have health insurance. Thanks, Obama. Um, I thought they got rid of that in 2018. That was the, what the research I found said. Really? Yes. You are supposed to have it, but you don't get penalized anymore after 2018. That was the research that I found. I will find the exact source on that one so that we don't misquote. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go ahead. That's good to know. Um, (laughs) so yeah, so I was looking that up and, you know, it, it asks you questions about you, or were you a smoker, are you a smoker, um, it would ask me questions about my spouse, you know, ages and everything else, um, and also your income level. So, like, depending on your income level, you could also um, benefit from having, like, a stipend paid for you or, like, there are certain levels and tiers of how much people can charge you based off of your income, which is wonderful for people that make... Um, I think it's like less than, it's either 40 or 60. Can you? It's 49.50. 49.50. 
49.50. Okay. So, you know, and that's, that's wonderful. That's a huge thing because health insurance is obviously expensive. It is insanely expensive. And another cutoff that I found on healthcare.gov, if you specifically go that route when you're comparing plans was 72,000. So there are two different cutoffs, but I know the one that you're almost guaranteed to get a little bit of federal assistance is the 49.50. Yeah. Which is awesome. It, it really is. Um, it doesn't apply to me, but it's definitely gee awesome. what a problem to have i know i know it's it's a it's a problem it's an <laughs> issue being my age and being successful i hate it i hate you for it <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway yes i'm keeping that in by the That's way fine. I'm, it's totally fine i said it. what i said it's totally fine <laughs> but yeah um so that's kind of what I found. And, you know, there's different tiers is what I also found where it's like, oh, there's the bronze, there's the silver, there's the gold, there's the platinum. Like there's all these. And then there's stupid- the catastrophic, which is where I kept finding myself. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's below bronze where you're just like, if I literally, you know, break an arm in jujitsu or get in a car accident, like I don't care about uh, maintenance health. It, this is literally catastrophic insurance, which is basically like having liability only on your car. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't look at any of that because I know Ian in the program that he's going to probably do, um, he's probably going to have to get physicals and we're going to have to do that stuff where it is preventative maintenance. And, uh, me and the fact that I am a purebred poodle when it comes to having health issues, like I'm, (laughs) Just, you're my trash rat, but you're a purebred poodle. I, I am both things. I, I am a master of changing. Of dichotomy. I, yeah, really and truly, yes, I am. Um, just for health reasons. Personality, I am a trash rat, but uh, <laughs> health-wise, I am a purebred poodle with <laughs> hip dysplasia and all the and blindness and just, you know, hanging on by a prayer at 26 years old. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. But it, it 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 really is fine. It has to be. If I drop dead, I drop dead at this point. Um, no, don't do that. <laughs> I refuse. But I I just know that for for us, we're we're definitely going to need to have something along those lines. And um, you know, looking for me personally, I I would rather have a lower deductible and still have decent copays. But yeah. what I'm also noticing is that the higher deductible plans that you have. Once you do reach your deductible, your insurance pays for everything else after that. Yes. <clears throat> so, you know, even if you are doing that 17-5 thing um, with your, you and your spouse, or, you know, for you, it would be $8,000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. The benefit is, is that if something catastrophic does happen to you, then once that is paid, supposedly, all of the other expenses are, are paid for. Right. But beyond anything truly catastrophic, I'm, I, I don't want to go to a doctor enough to spend 17 grand a year. <laughs> no, I, I absolutely understand that. And another thing I noticed with the preferred provider option, PPO plans, um, which are the ones with your higher monthly payment and your lower deductible if you actually do go uh, to the emergency room, to the doctor, to whatever, is they had copays. Mm-hmm. So for every uh, regular doctor visit, it might be $20. For every specialist visit, it might be 75 And then if you go to the emergency room, instead of having a deductible that you have to pay, every time you go to the emergency room, it's $750. 
And that could be for falling out of bed and hitting your head on the, you know, tile floor, or it could be for my leg fell off. I don't know. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter, but it's like, it's $750 every time. Your leg just fell off. (laughs) Like Barbie, just pop. <laughs> Didn't I was thinking like a gecko, like how oh, the tails too, yeah. just come off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, would you even? Oh damn it! My leg fell off again. Tis but a scratch. Tis tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, but another thing to consider whenever you know you're looking at these PPO versus high deductible is. You have to pay the deductible. I'm sorry, not the deductible. You have to pay the premium every single month. So whatever your payment is, it's that times 12. And that's going to be what you're spending guaranteed on insurance. And then if you do have any doctor visits, you have to start calculating in that deductible and any other possible co-pays or anything like that. So honestly, one is not always cheaper than the other. Yeah. Like you could look at it and say, oh, well, I only want to pay the 270 a month and I'm just going to say that I'll pay the deductible if I go to the hospital. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So that could end up being way more expensive than paying $400 a month and not having a deductible. So on DaveRamsey.com, there is a little calculator where you can plug in your deductible and then your monthly premium for a high deductible plan and for a PPO plan to look at those and say which one might be cheaper than the other one. And it just depends on the plan. It depends on if you know that you have an ongoing health issue, like Lauren, you know, with your kidneys or something like that, or Mm -hmm. Ian with his physicals, you're going to say like, I will go to the doctor five times this year for different reasons. So do I want to say that out of those five times, it may or may not cost the $8,000 or would it be cheaper to go with the plan with small or no deductible? Some of these had no deductible if you got to a high enough monthly premium. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, just for me personally, like I, (laughs) when you said five times, I'm like, oh yeah, like that's about, that's about five visits a year to the ER, depending on what's going on. Right. And, you know, I mean, five visits to the ER, you've eaten through your deductible right there. Even if it is $8,000, $17,000, whatever that is, like it's gone. Right. Well, I mean, it's definitely not cheap because, you know, I, obviously have TRICARE right now, but even when I would go to like a civilian hospital and get that bill, um, just for literally like walking in and getting stuck with a needle was like a grand yep. pop. So yeah. Something you can do for those of us who are paying out of deductibles or, you know, whatever it may be, uh, whenever you go to the hospital, this is not necessarily specific for a doctor's office, but if you have an ER visit, hospital visit, anything like that, ask for an itemized bill mm-hmm. and you will suddenly see a price decrease every right. time right. because they're going to just chalk on things. They're going to code things certain ways. They're going to whatever, because they're expecting your insurance to pay for it. And so, you know, why not? price gouge a little bit. Um, but if you personally say, Hey, I want the itemized bill, then they have to go through and check all of their codes and they have to go through and you, you're probably not going to get charged $50 for each Tylenol kind of thing. Right. So that's just something for those of us out there with our own insurance, trying to <laughs> pinch those pennies together. Cause this is a lot of money. Um, just important to remember. Yeah, no. And that's, that's a great word of advice because they will definitely charge you $50 for a Tylenol. Oh Yeah. 
definitely hundred percent. I've been to the yep. ER and the things that they charge for, like, yeah, you used our ice pack. It's $30. You don't get to take it home. And I was like, what? <laughs> then what's the point? I have ice at home. Just give me ice out of the ice machine, a little Ziploc baggie. That's what I always do. Yeah. <laughs> or frozen peas. Even better. Even better. Just go into the, <laughs> just, just go downstairs to, to the kitchen Get me those frozen peas that you're feeding the old people and I'll just put it on my leg. I'm good. Oh my God. I have had so many stupid ER visits. <sighs> okay. ER visit story. Anecdote. Since we're talking about insurance and everything. Okay. My first day of college, freshman year, just moved into the dorms, just got everything going, had never been away from home before. Little, you know, homeschooled ranch child over here. Um, I'm in the gym because, of course, I must not gain the freshman 15. I actually lost the freshman 10, but that's beside the point. I couldn't eat anything that year. Um, <laughs> that's beside the point. I forgot about that. <laughs> no, I was underweight and malnourished, but it's fine. Anyway, in the gym. You know those incline ab benches? Yeah. Okay. I went to adjust the incline ab bench. Oh. And I pulled the pin out so that I could like decrease the, or incre- I don't remember, but change the incline. And I grabbed the bottom pole with my left Damn hand it, <laughs> and wouldn't come unstuck. So I'm like down there underneath trying to, trying to fiddle with this thing. Finally, of course, it comes unstuck. Mm-hmm. And this entire bench hits the little webbing between my thumb and my oh. first finger and just womp oh god and the webbing pinched in between the bench and the bottom of the pole so like the little fat cells in my hand squeezed out and there's like this big clump of white on top of that webbing right there (laughs) of course my hand is no longer mobile Mm -mm. can't move my thumb Mm -mm. at all Mm. no I hate that. I hate that so much. We're not done yet. Oh, no. No, be done. (laughs) We're not done yet. Be done. No. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) Take me to the moon. I look at my hand and I'm like, huh, I had to do something about this. Oh, my God. So I walk myself over to the poor little college student who's probably also a freshman who's manning the gym desk. And I, I like point my hand at him. I'm like, ah, I hurt myself. <laughs> and he's probably just like, the fuck am I looking at right now? Like, Literally. What? He's what? like, oh my God, I need to call you an ambulance. And I, of course, in my head, I'm like, ambulance equals expensive. No, you're not. I'm fine. I, no, we don't need this. What do you mean an ambulance? For a hand? You're not dead? No, I know. That was my thing. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Um, So he calls over the nurse and she's like, yeah, you have to go to the hospital because it's campus policy, um, but you can have someone drive you or, you know, you can go in an ambulance. I was like, I'm not going in an ambulance. I am completely like, I'm fine. My hand is just possibly broken. I think my thumb is broken. It hurts a lot. Um, (laughs) I got this. No. I can drive myself. Thank you. Well, I couldn't drive myself because I drove a stick. Oh. So I need both hands and both feet. And you can, yep. 
Yeah. So I'm like, I can't drive myself. I knew a grand total of one person on campus at this point because I got there yesterday and I'm shy. <laughs> so no. One phone number. Oh no. So I call this boy. Oh, this boy. This boy. This boy. Mm. I called him and he was like, you what? <laughs> I know we just met yesterday, but... Can you drive me to the hospital? I know you don't know me from Adam, but... Damn. He drives me to the hospital. We get lost twice. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I really... We just got to college, so we don't know anything. I we really have to love pull that. over in this really dark neighborhood and ask this really old lady for directions. Oh. I'm in so much pain. I'm getting loopy. She asks if I'm like this battered wife that he's dragging oh. off somewhere because I have this bandage on my hand and I'm laughing hysterically from pain. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not the only person that does that, though. Because, like, I laugh when I'm in really bad pain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to sit there and bawl. But, like, I'm laughing my head off and I sound like the fucking Joker or something. I don't even know. Like, just insane. We finally get to the hospital. I get triaged lower than the kid that fell out of bed in his sleep. Oh. Like, he's fine. He's running around playing with toys and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there like, ow, ow, ow. Love that. (laughs) Finally, we get in the back. All of a sudden, this boy that drove me tells me he thinks he's a werewolf and he gets turned on by the smell of blood. What? (laughs) Just happened. No. Now I really, I'm going to the moon. That is what? And my survival instinct kicks in. And I say, Okay, that's fine, but if you're going to wolf out, you're not going to do it with me because I will kill you, so go outside the room. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, no, I think I can keep it under control. <laughs> I was going to ask if you still stay in touch with this person, but I hope you do not. I don't. I don't. Good. This was like the last time we ever talked. Holy smokes. So... <clears throat> This student doctor comes in finally, finally after like an hour and a half because yep. there were three people in the emergency room. So it obviously was an hour and a half wait. Um, and looks at my hand and goes, oh yeah, that looks painful. Here's some morphine. <laughs> oh fuck, you got morphine? <laughs> Damn. I got shot in the butt. And <laughs> they didn't even IV me. They were just like, here you go. So it's like the jankiest hospital ever. It was, it was one up here. It was the big one. Anyway, so then he's like, okay, I'm going to try to move your thumb now. I was like, we, we haven't taken x-rays. Like, Why would you try to move it? It hurts. Don't move it. Like, please don't move it. So he's like, no, I'm going to try to move it. So he tries to move it. I'm like, ow, that hurts. Don't do that. And he's like, okay, I'm going to give you more morphine. <laughs> Why? What is going on? What is this? more morphine now i'm really loopy all this just to move your thumb you just really wanted to move your thumb that bad comes back in after the second shot of morphine and is like can i move your thumb again and i was like i really wish you wouldn't it really still hurts like i yes i'm acting like a loon but it really hurts so he tries to move it again and i still say oh that hurts please don't do that so he's like okay well i'm gonna bandage it and send you home again no x-rays fuck so wait (laughs) No, there's not more. <laughs> more. 
but there's always more. This is oh me. Oh my god. <laughs> so he bandages my wrist to my elbow. The fuck? Remember where the injury was? <laughs> it's on is he, it's in the webbing. The fuck did he do that for? Was he high? Did Probably. he just want more morphine? Like what? <laughs> Yeah, he puts an ace bandage from my wrist to my elbow. Doesn't stabilize the thumb at all. Doesn't do anything. And is like, okay, go home. I <laughs> I can't. So I got sent home. Did not get bitten by Mr. Werewolf dude. Thank goodness. Uh, well, good, because I would be very concerned if you were also a werewolf at this point. Well, in your I life. forgot. He first tried to move my thumb. I turned to werewolf guy and I was like, I need to hold your hand because like, this is gonna hurt and I need to squeeze your hand. So he's like, Okay, but like I might hurt you. And I was like, Don't worry about that, just give me your hand. Like, I'm not messing with this anymore. So as the guy's trying to move my thumb, I gripped his hand. He fell off the bed screaming because I hurt his hand. <laughs> but 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 I might hurt you though, so <laughs> And he's a werewolf. So yeah, no, the next day I got to go to the orthopedic guy who looked at the bandage and was like, who the fuck did this? No offense, but total offense to all medical students. If you're that fucking stupid, just just quit. Just quit. So Tess needs insurance. So Tess has to enroll in the next 10 days because I get stupid accidents like that. You really do. No, you I know. Have- the weirdest like i know that like I, my health sucks but like you can <laughs> but I, <laughs> things. oh i know i could tell medical stories all day of just like oh yeah this injury and that injury and this concussion and that concussion <laughs> yeah no i all i know i'm because you shared one story so i'm gonna share one story about a doctor who was a complete fucking asshole um i have a lot of kidney stones and I also have had cysts pop on my kidneys and stuff like that. Um, and right before this, uh, particular story, well, a year before this particular story, I had a cyst pop on my kidney that, um, almost made me black out and, uh, went to the, went to the ER and was taken care of and had, you know, x-rays and everything else. And they're like, well, we think that a cyst pop on, popped on your kidney. Um, there's a mass there that doesn't seem like cancerous, but there's something that looks like there was something there and now it's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have all this free floating fluid and you also have um, kidney bilateral kidney stones, uh, which means that in both of the kidneys, there are kidney stones Um, and there were multiples of them, which is for me, like that was my normal for a long time. And this was when I was like 19 years old. So a year later, um, I had another kind of episode where I was in a lot of pain and um, I went to the bathroom and it was just blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wigged out. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I passed a, a larger stone than normal for me, but um, I wigged out and I was just like, mom, like we got to go. <laughs> like, go now. <laughs> we got to go. Um, we get to the hospital. I have a male nurse and I also have a male doctor. Okay, whatever. Um, I'm running a little bit of a fever, but not nearly as bad as last year. I'm in a little bit of pain, but I can still walk. Like, there's a few things going on. Um, they didn't do any x-rays. They didn't do really anything. Um, and about an hour into this visit, the nurse kind of changes his whole attitude toward me and starts being 
kind of a dick. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And it's just like, so you say that you went to the bathroom and you saw a bunch of blood. Are you sure you're not on your period? And I was just like, oh no, honey. No. No, that's not how that works. No, I know what that, like, I know what that is. And like, and they also like, they took a urine sample and there was a lot of blood in my urine. And they're like, are you sure you're not on your period? I'm like, no, like, I know. Yeah, that's not the same thing. I know what that is like. This is not that. Yeah. Um, And then I have the doctor come in and he's, you know, they didn't do fuck all for me. Um, And I've never gotten morphine, which I think is horseshit. (laughs) Like I've I've never gotten it since then. I have never gotten anything like pain medication wise. Even when I had a kidney surgery, I didn't get anything beyond that's, like codeine, which is that's crazy bullshit. Yeah. But whatever. Um, so the doctor comes in and he's just like, um, yeah, we're going to send you home. We think things are fine. I think you just might be on your period or maybe spotting or something like that. Um, Um, you do have a little bit of a high blood cell count, but, um, and they didn't do any imaging or anything. And he's just like, it's really uncommon. Like it's almost, it's almost impossible to have multiple stones and in two kidneys. And I like my mom and I are just listening to this fucker talk. And I'm like, I literally have an x-ray. I have multiple x-rays of multiple stones in my kidneys. Like can prove it. Yeah. Like I I don't know if, if, if you've practiced medicine as long as I have, sir, but I haven't. And I know this. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was just like the worst medical care I think I ever had. And then, yeah, it was just the most trash. Like, I don't, I don't understand medical doctors like that. And yeah, that's what your health insurance pays for is people like that. Yep. Yep. But unfortunately I can't put me back together if I'm in a car car crash or, you know, I can't, there are certain things you can't do and I do jujitsu. And so I live in constant, I don't want to say fear, but like awareness of tomorrow I may be broken. Duct tape. Oh, you don't even know, like literally jujitsu and tape, like I'm not even fucking kidding. I, almost all of my teammates have like an ankle or a elbow. Everybody does finger tape because our fingers are just trash from gee grips and stuff like that. So no, we survive on tape. It's not duct tape. It's specific like athletic tape, but yeah. Yeah, Sports tape, but yeah, I was, I was joking. Now I just. (laughs) Oh no. The other day I was at competition rolls and I had to sit one out because I was in like in pain. I had cramps, but the coach didn't know I had cramps. So he looks at me and he's like, you need the tape. You look like you're hurting. You need the tape. Like that was, that was the question. It wasn't, do you need eyes or do you know, do you need the tape? I was like, no, it's just, it's just an arm cramp. He was like, okay, stretch it and come back. I was like, I'm coming back. Just give me a minute. <laughs> just a minute. Gotta love coaches. Gotta oh, love yeah. coach. You're fine. Walk it off. But yeah. it's bleeding. It doesn't matter. Rub dart in it. Walk it off. Spit in it. Rub dirt in it. Walk it off. Yes. So anyway, back to getting health insurance, picking health insurance. I went to healthcare.gov. That was my first spot to mm-hmm. kind of look at and compare a bunch of different plans. Um, I think those are your, I can't remember the acronym, ACM, ACA plans. Affordable uh, Healthcare Act, ACA. ACA. Yes. Those are your ACA compliant plans. So those are going to be your more long-term. Um, these are for people who uh, you're self-employed, you own your own business and have fewer than two employees. Um, or it's between two and 50 employees is when you can bump up into a business. 
uh, insurance plan. I did have to look at that because I do actually own um, my LLC, which is what I contract through. But because I am the owner and only employee, I cannot get business insurance. You have to have at least one employee under your business. So uh, to qualify for business insurance, you have to have um, a minimum of two employees. And once you get to 50, you are required to have it. And I think that's not considered small business insurance anymore, which was specifically the one that I was researching because at the moment I am the only employee. So I don't qualify. I have to get an individual plan. Uh, so once you start looking at your individual plans on healthcare.gov or another site I used for comparison was ehealthinsurance.com. <clears throat> and that one gave me a few more plans from things like Blue Cross Blue Shield and Ambetter Balanced Care, which were ones I recognized more. The ones on healthcare.gov, I'm not sure why, but I like those names didn't ring any bells for me. No, I feel like there's a lot more of uh, insurance companies that have kind of entered into the business since ACA was passed. You know, like mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that I've never even heard of. Yeah. Um, and another might not be enterprise wide. Sorry, but no, yeah. no, you're, you're good. Um, but another one that was uh, suggested by Dave Ramsey is on DaveRamsey.com, you can get uh, help from an insurance agent finding a plan that is good for you. So these sites like eHealthInsurance or healthcare.gov, you can go through and compare them and they have the same thing that like Apple or whatever has where you select multiple things and then you can line them out and compare them. Mm -hmm. And you'll compare deductible, you'll compare your monthly premiums, you'll compare um, in and out of network providers. Some of these, you only have specific doctors that you can go to, or there's no coverage. Some of them, there are specific doctors with full coverage. And then there's some with like less, like 50% coverage, something like that. Right. Some of them have your dental plans. Some of them have your vision plans. A lot of them do not include children. Yeah. So it's really specific. Are you looking with dependents or are you looking for yourself and or your spouse? For me, like I said earlier, I'm just looking for me. So that made it a lot easier to say I'm only considering the needs of one person. Right. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. And um, another thing was I started looking at things like the emergency room or after you're out of your deductible, like how much do they cover of each different type of thing? Cause some of them would say like for doctor's visits and anything like that, once you reach your deductible, then we'll cover everything else with coinsurance. But some right. of them also said for specifically for ER, it's always 50%, hmm. which means you always put 50% of that bill until you get to catastrophic level. So there's all these different little things, read the fine print always read the fine print. Always. Um, yeah. And there was one other thing that I was going to say, and it fell out of my head. I don't know how anything could fall out of my head with these humongous earphones sitting on my head, but it did. Now I saw it and it just went boop. <laughs> so yes. Um, another thing is for those of us going through kind of a transition period in your insurance, let's say, um, your employer did cover your insurance and you quit your job or you transitioned into a self-employed role or Lauren's or your husband is leaving the military, but not, but is, and we're not going to have coverage anymore. So what? We're going to just say, fuck it. Why not? Woo. <laughs> it's 2020. This is the fuck it year. Like, I mean, I don't know what to say <laughs> anyway, but for that, um, there is something called Cobra which stands for, oh no, what does it stand for? A snake in your boot. What is Shout Cobra? out to anybody oh, no. that understands the Toy Story reference. 
oh, that wouldn't be me. I've seen that one though. No, I, I knew I knew that you did not understand it. That's why I felt the need to explain it because somebody out there appreciated my joke because you didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't have a childhood. We went over this. Okay. Cobra stands stand for, for Consolidated Omni Business Budget Reconciliation Act. Cobra. Stick in your boot. Yeah. Um, it lets you temporarily keep your insurance from that previous employer for usually up to 18 months. So you can oh, say, yeah. like, I quit my job or I'm no longer employed there, but I want to keep the insurance I had at my place of employment, you will be paying a higher monthly premium because whenever a business pays for like a bunch of employees to have this um, insurance plan, they foot part of the monthly premium cost. So whenever you go through COBRA, you can retain that insurance, but you're going to be paying the full price of the monthly premium since your employer is no longer, I think... Um, so, uh, that is a way to just kind of extend if there's not an open enrollment period or something like that. Right now we are in the period of open enrollment. That's a really important thing to mention. Um, it lasts until December 15th. Um, if you want to sign up, <coughs> uh, get your own insurance through something like healthcare.gov or e-insurance e e online. La, 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 la. I can't talk. Yeah. And something else, uh, just piggybacking, piggybacking off of that is, uh, Whiskey's really good today, guys. Um, is the fact that even with like when you exit out of um, the military, you can utilize TRICARE for about 18 months um, for spouses and people that didn't choose that decision. I think it's even like 36. It's something very long. Oh, wow. um, but the caveat is that it has to be for anything other than an honorable discharge. Um, or I, I don't even think that that covers like dishonorable. This was on uh, the TRICARE online site, but mm -hmm. obviously if you're dishonorably discharged, you're probably not uh, getting have any benefits anyways, but this is like for medical discharges or like a general di just discharge, which like maybe Ian would be under. And after, you know, 18 months is literally a year and a half. And that's how long the master's program would kind of be. So I'm not sure what that looks like for us, if it's just a matter of finding a TRICARE adjacent plan or mm -hmm. what. Um, but that's something else to keep in mind too, is like when you are coming out of the military, there are still options to keep TRICARE for X amount of time, but you really should also look into having private healthcare insurance. If you do have kids or mm -hmm. if you are going to like, you know, Ian and I talked about starting a family, but going to a hospital for all of those visits is incredibly expensive. So that's oh, all yeah. to look at too, if that's, if that's a part of your like five-year plan um, and you have to front your own bill for insurance, you know, they do have parts of those insurance plans that say specifically like what is covered for prenatal visits, what's covered for an actual pregnancy at a hospital, um, what you are responsible for. And it's not cheap. No. It's not cheap. So make sure that you guys are, really dotting your I's and crossing your T's and looking at what you are going to need for the next, you know, you can change it every year potentially if you really wanted to, but you know, at least the next five years, like plan that far out with your health insurance if you're buying your own plan. Yes, absolutely. And you can change from year to year during open enrollment, but you kind of get stuck with it for a year yeah. um, unless you do transition into a new job or something like that. Because uh, for employers, I believe it's 30 days. That was what it was the last time I worked for an employer. 
uh, 30 days from date of hire, they have another open enrollment period for their plan. But then after that, if you let that window pass by, you don't have that insurance for the next calendar year or until the next open enrollment period, depending right. on when you get hired. And open enrollment is usually always in November. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in, in November 15th was the dates I found online. Right. Can you so say those dates one more time? November 2nd to December 15th. So the window's closing. There's like, uh, at the time this episode airs, there's going to be about nine days left in open enrollment. So I highly recommend that if it's, this is pertinent to you guys, get on it. Um, and I really recommend looking at that calculator or um, even doing your own calculations on your monthly premium and then add in that deductible for the high deductible plans and then also for the higher monthly premium plans, considering carefully how many doctor's visits do you expect? Do you think that you have a chronic health issue that may flare? Do you think you have a chronic health issue that just is chronic and like you have to keep going back? Um, you know, what's your likelihood of ending up in the emergency room? Mine is higher than most. Um, Same. So, you know, I just, I have to accept that. I'm a generally healthy person. Um, I know I need vision insurance because that's just, that's my chronic thing, I guess. Um, But, you know, looking at all of that, considering what it is for you, do you need dependents? Do you have children? All that kind of stuff. And then if you go with a high deductible plan, as opposed to the higher monthly premium plan, um, make, make sure that you have a way to cover that deductible if there is something where you have to pay it all at once. Because the hope would be that it gets like spaced out, you know, over doctor visit and all that kind of stuff. But for my family, um, with my dad and all of his stuff over 2020, he's had heart problems, brain problems. He had cancer earlier this year and they hit their catastrophic level in January. Yep. So it was all at once that deductible had to come out. And then after that, I mean, there wasn't anything else for the year, but still. No, I mean, and that's, that's great advice too, is, um, it, this isn't necessarily just for healthcare, but you know, have an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. It's hard to save, but if you're, if you're disciplined and you live below your means, you can always find a way to save money. And always, 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 you would hope that you're not going to use it for healthcare, but that's the point of an emergency fund is maybe it's tires for your car, like the first time that Ian and I had an emergency fund, it was tires for the car. Um, but you really never know. And it's better to have something to help you. And even if it's like, yeah, I went to the hospital and now I have a medical payment or whatever, try to be proactive and know that like either six months of your income is like ideal for a emergency fund. Again, like that's something that you build. That's not something that's expected. It takes time. It takes a lot of discipline. But that will help you so much. And also, like, if you say, okay, I'm going to always have eight grand in my savings account, which again, you build, mm-hmm. but I'm always going to have at least eight grand because if I go to the hospital because somebody rear ends me and my face goes through my windshield, you, yeah. you just, you, you, the, the shitty thing of life is you, is you can never be, you can never be too prepared, but you can always be unprepared. Right? No, absolutely. Um, one thing kind of piggybacking off of that, actually, as far as let's say you suddenly find yourself without insurance, you can't do Cobra, you can't extend, and it's not open enrollment. What do we do? No, you die. No, you don't die. I have the answer. No. <laughs> what's, what's the answer, Jess? The answer is short-term insurance. 
Uh-huh. There are okay. companies that actually provide insurance on a shorter term. The ones that I looked up had really low monthly premiums and insanely high deductibles. Like yeah. now we're talking ten to $17,000 for an individual, which for a family, you double, triple, you know, however yeah, many people you just keep adding that on. 32 almost. Exactly. So yeah. this is, this is definitely not the route that I would recommend, but it is a bridge. So let's say maybe in September you lose your job and you don't have the opportunity to do COBRA and extend that insurance. So you have to get to November. You have to get to that open enrollment period. So you can still go on. Are you okay, Lauren? I'm She's vibing. over here dancing. I'm vibing. Okay. Sorry. Cause like I can almost hear the music in your head at this point. <laughs> I'm only half a glass of wine in. I am not on your level. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine, babe. <laughs> fine. It's going to be really fun editing this later. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Anyway, please, the short-term insurance, please. Short-term insurance, that is, they have no open enrollment period. You can always enroll. So if you find yourself without insurance and in a jam, you can get the short-term insurance at any time. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's and nice. You can also get this one off of ehealthinsurance.com. You can shop all the different plans. You can compare all the different plans. Some of them are six-month plans. Some of them are three-month plans. Some of them are one-month plans. And like I said, those deductibles are going to be a lot higher. The one that I specifically looked at, um, just kind of shopping and looking, was $170 a month uh, premium for one person with a $10,000 deductible. So what you're saying is, I'm going to get this plan for six months. I'm going to commit to paying $170 a month. But then if I do have something happen, I need to have $10,000 in reserve before they will actually start picking up and paying for that whatever it is. So this is more on the catastrophic level. Like you're talking major car wreck or, you know, something I don't going into the ICU for COVID. I don't like, I don't really want to, you know, get really morbid, but it's just, if something catastrophic were to happen, you're covered, but it's not something you would want to stick with for long-term because it's just not that practical. Your leg just fell off. Exactly. Yeah. Oh no. Like fell off. It's a flesh wound. (laughs) (laughs) It is a flesh wound. Yes. Yes. And then the last one that I wanted to talk about um, that is a bit odd, um, but I'm kind of figuring out what it is, is called Healthcare Sharing Ministries. And this is kind of a group of people who pool their money and then you pay this pool every month like a premium. And then when you need money, the that you send them like a hospital bill or something like that. And they take out money and pay you back, but it's like a co-op kind of thing as opposed to an actual insurance company. I know that a lot of like churches or large religious organizations do these and that's kind of how they do them. Uh, It wasn't something that I uh, really vibed with. (laughs) Sounds a little cultish to me, honestly. Yeah. I don't, they use, literally the quote is they use this fund to pay for major, major healthcare costs for the members in the group. So it definitely sounds a little. Mm. So you have to sell a lot of turnips in order to really join this club. (laughs) What you're telling me. (laughs) It's recommended for healthy individuals with no dependents. So it's a cult. Like somebody is benefiting from this because there's no way 
There's no way. That, I'm like, only putting it out there because it's an option. I'm not endorsing this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying you're endorsing it. I'm getting very excited. But that sounds like a fucking cult to me, where somebody is getting this money in like a GoFundMe type bullshit thing, and then is like, if and and again, like there's there are a lot of people our age, and you should be like, you should be a healthy person. Like there is, yeah. I I don't. I don't take being un, in a, not unhealthy, but having a chronic illness as like a, a, a badge of honor. Like it fucking sucks. Right. Like if you are a healthy person, like please be smart because you have opportunities <laughs> that a lot of other people don't have, even just by being like, just literally by existing and having the genetics that you do, but don't, I do not recommend joining a, a co-op for your health. That sounds super like Nexium, like cultish as fuck. Just don't, just don't do it. Just don't do it because I'll be disappointed in you. And I know that matters so much. Yes, of course. And also another thing to consider when you're thinking about these pools um, is they are not regulated by the ACA. So... So they're not, so they're, so are, are they even recognized? Like, this is where I said uh, the, the penalty on your taxes came off in 2018. So as of 2019 and after, you don't get penalized for not having health insurance. So this would be something where you don't want to pay, maybe, I don't know, the premium is t- cheaper. Maybe this is just your best option. So you go to this organization, but it's not considered health care or health in- it is health care well, health insurance by the ACA it's the same as going to a, like no offense because like I have no issue with eastern medicine or whatever but like it's the same as going to a witch doctor and saying that this is my health insurance like <laughs> yeah don't um, yeah, don't have an issue with your chakras being balanced or even using Eastern medicine. Like there was a huge family friend of ours that was an Eastern medicine doctor and he did amazing things for a lot of people before he passed away. But like from the granddaughter of somebody that also was in the medical field here in the United States, like there's, there's a bit of a difference. And yes, right now it's a lot more expensive, but like, eh. <laughs> No, I'm, like I said, this is not something that I'm endorsing. I pulled this off of the Dame Ramsey website as here are your options. No, I'm making it clear to the listeners too, because I think it sounds sketchy, but (laughs) I'm also trying to play devil's advocate here and be like, I don't know, maybe there's somebody out there that wants this option. I don't know. If you do that option, I will be very disappointed in you. Lauren Lauren will fooey on you. I will. will. (laughs) That that Uh, noise that I can't make. (laughs) Uh, but I mean, even if that is something that you do, like I, I, you know, send us an email about it. Yeah. I mean, tell us like why this works for you, because the way that it was explained on the source that I found, I just thought, whoa, that's, uh, that's kind of ballsy in my opinion to like put your trust in that. That's ballsy. Yup. And like, I love, I love churches. I love organized places, I, synagogues, Jewish community centers, like everything. Like I've, I've been around them all. I think they're all great. I think the community, helping the community is great. I don't, I would not trust my own health in it. And I could, I couldn't, I, I personally could not. 
Right. And because they're not regulated by the ACA, they can decide what to pay for and what not to pay for. So like you pay out of pocket, you send them their, your bill and they're like, oh no, we've decided not to pay for this. And I don't know how that falls for things like preventative medicine or abortions or birth control. Like, let's say that that's against the beliefs of the group. I would be very curious. And I'm asking our listeners, if you're in one of these, or you know, someone involved in one of these, please let me know. Cause I'm legitimately interested. Would they just deny you? And it's like, no, you, you can't. And so well, unless I, you can pay out of pocket or you have some supplemental, like. No, I, w- I would imagine, especially if you're going through a church or anything that like, yeah, if you get an abortion, like no, a church probably is not going to pay for that. Yeah. So <laughs> oh my sorry, <laughs> that was Sadie and Samson are just got new toys <laughs> and that's going to get deleted, but that sounded awful. So I'm going to check on them for a second. They're both alive. So that's it's good. okay. <laughs> Live dogs are good. Mine is sprawled out here sleeping on computer cords good he's not chewing them good well yep (laughs) but anyway that is that is all i have a special reminder open enrollment closes december 15th so if you're not going to go tricare hunting then you (laughs) might want to go open enrollment hunting no i'm kidding don't go tricare hunting i mean you could there's still nine days to go find some sucker to marry you please don't do that Please don't do that. And please don't be the sucker. Oof. No, don't be the sucker. <laughs> you poor you poor souls. Just live your own damn life. The barracks are not that bad. They're trash, but they're not that bad. <laughs> anyway, you can find us on Instagram. At Mind Over Millennial Podcast. You can also send us an email at Mind Over Millennial Podcast at gmail.com. Please send us emails. And we... <laughs> And if you're in one of those organization things, we want to know. We really do. And also, I, I've, been, I've been begging a lot lately, but give us a review. Like, wherever you listen to us, give us those, give us, give us the five stars. But we'll take like four if we have to. Uh, and if you don't like us, just send us an email about how awful we are. That's fine too. But if you're listening to this and you have your little, your little app, you're in your little podcast app. Just just give us those little five stars. It takes literally two seconds. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Also, next week's episode is going to be about resiliency in the holidays. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. being resilient around your family. This is going to be part two of Surviving Your Own Thoughts, which was our first episode ever. Ever. So a little ever. Have a little flashback. Um, and then after that, I mean, if you guys have requests or suggestions, or there's just something you want us to talk about, bullshit about research about, give you some knowledge, let us know. We are not experts, but we're expert Googlers or DuckDuckGo people. If you're me, um, which is why we never come up with the same sources. Cause I'm over here on DuckDuckGo, like a freaking conspiracy theorist anyway. Um, so if you have a request, let us know because we have done requests before and we will do them again. And we want to, that's a threat. That's not a promise. We we will. We will do. And and what? again, the difference between me and Lauren and our personalities is coming out. Her and her angel wings over there. It's it's angels envy and testosterone. Oh, Thank you very much. My bad. It's not my fault. It's okay. Someday we should record with me on tequila because that is a very different oh. test. Uh, yeah. I had a discussion with someone. This is our little closing thoughts. I had a discussion with someone the other day about all of the different liquors and how they affect me. Because with each one that I drink, you get a different piece of my personality um, highlighted. 
Yep. And the most fun for me is tequila because I get really snarky. And oh, that's how I am with whiskey. Everything that I think comes out my mouth. Oh, with whiskey, I'm like introspective and calm and like hanging out and vibing with everybody. But with tequila, I flipped someone off the other day, like with no provocation. <laughs> and that's not me. Yeah, no, whiskey was uh, was the adventure that we had together at uh, the Friday night that I came in to Texas. Oh, yeah. Tequila was about Saturday night, which was a lot chiller. But, yeah. but I feel that. I understand that completely. Uh, maybe our listeners do too. If you have an alcohol story, because oh, yeah. we don't abuse substances, but no, we, we never, love them. We love them and we love stories about them. The, the best ones. Yes, absolutely. So let us know. Mind Over Millennial Podcast, you just an email or a direct message or a comment, whatever. Let us know you're out there because we love you guys, our beautiful human unicorns, and we will see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Mind Over Millennial Music by Zach Era and Gabriel Ramos. We are funded mainly by ourselves, but we're not too proud to ask for support. Feel free to drop us a line to learn how you can keep learning from our mistakes and Google sources, of course. unstuck Mm -hmm. and this entire bench hits the little webbing between my thumb and my first finger and just womp oh god and the webbing pinched in between the bench and the bottom of the pole so like the little fat cells in my hand squeezed out and there's like this big